My biggest goal is to someday get permission to use Led Zeppelin's Traveling Riverside Blues as my intro. Until then, it'll just have to play in our heads. Welcome to this episode of Mike Out. I'm your host, Mike Hernandez. Today I'm going to be talking about traits of a good leader. Kind of following up with uh, what we were talking about uh, on the last episode. I was talking about the last episode, which was management and leadership. So I got to thinking, what are some traits of a good leader? And I came up with a list. And I think that um, a leader needs to be self-confident. He needs to have confidence in himself or herself. Um, that's really key. In, in a world where a lot of people are kind of quiet and shy and laid back, uh, you need somebody that, uh, you know, is going to step up and be the one to be the spokesperson or whatever the case is. If you're an entrepreneur, you probably know that that's a very important skill. You have to have confidence. And if you don't, um, it makes it a lot more difficult. As a small business owner, the same thing. Everything's on you, so you have to be confident. I liken that to, uh, you know, not being afraid to take a shot. If you have an idea, take the shot. See if it works out for you. Don't be afraid. You're not going to make any shots if you don't take any. So uh, you have to be willing to. And I always tell people, when it comes to making decisions, taking shots, if you can live with the results or the repercussions, take the shot. Make the decision. Take the shot. That's That's going to help you. The more shots you take, the more shots you're going to start making and you're going to get better at taking shots. So your confidence, your self-confidence is going to evolve. It's going to grow. You have to be trustworthy. And I remember years ago, and I'm talking years ago, I was a brand new district manager. I'd just been promoted. And it was a foregone conclusion based on the other candidates and just my experience and my approach to things. So I was in a market. I covered a big area from San Antonio down to Freer and Hebronville, Texas. And then I had some interaction with uh, a group in Laredo and people in Corpus because it was such a, you know, a big group uh, geographically that uh, I had vendors from the different markets. And so I remember one time uh, my boss, who was in San Antonio, and that's where my home base was in San Antonio, he ordered some shirts and some some things. And, and somehow there was a mistake and they got shipped to our office in Laredo, Texas. And um, even though there was, you know, a DM there and other people that would come and go through that, through that area, my boss, the directions he gave was, Nobody's picking that stuff up. You know, Mike's the only one authorized. And again, I was the rookie, so I'm like, oh, that's really weird. And my mentor tells me, you know, and this is something I've lived by ever since. He said, it's better to be trusted than to be loved. You know, Jerry, my boss, Jerry, you know, Jerry trusts you. And that says a lot when, you know, he's letting you and designating you to be the only person who can touch all this stuff. So, Trustworthy, you have to be trustworthy. 
I think that uh, another trait for a good leader would be, you know, hardworking. You've got to put the work and you've got to set the tone, set the example. You, your employees need to be able to see you right in there with them. If you want to, you know, be a good leader and be considered, you know, gain, gain their trust, gain their respect, those types of things. So again, going back to an experience that I had, I was overworked. I was running a convenience store and it was one of those rare times where I was understaffed, didn't have a lot of staff. And I might've worked like two or three weeks in a row and I was just tired. And uh, my boss's boss comes in and his name was Pete. And he comes in and he sees me just really wore out. My eyes were, you know, really tired. And he says, um, how's everything going? And I told him, you know, I'm just tired, Pete. So he did something I'd never seen anybody else do up until that point. Is he says, well, I'm here to help you. And uh, he rolled up his sleeves and he started, you know, making some moves in my store, changing things around, which I wasn't expecting. And I tell you what, man, that man earned my respect just like that because I'd never seen that happen. And I appreciated it. And that's something that I always took away. So you've got to be a hard worker. You've got to be, you know, set the tone and, and set the good example. Decisive. That's one that um, as somebody who is uh, – you know, analytical. I, a lot of times I like to take in as much information as I can before, to make a good decision. But um, you have to be decisive when you make a decision. Uh, you know, a lot of times you go with your instinct. And uh, if you need to adjust along the way, then then you do. But being decisive is something that uh, is, a, is a good trait. Logical, being um, able to, to reason, to you know, use deductive thinking or whatever. Um, if it makes sense, and that's something a long time ago, I was interviewing for a position and I and somebody asked me, I said, look, if, if it makes sense or if it makes money, one of the two, if it makes money or it makes sense, then chances are, you know, you're going to get an approval. So you have to be logical and, and sometimes you have to take the emotion out of it. So when you look at your business or you look at, uh, situation in your operations, try to look at it logically. And having those logical, you know, the ability to think logically is great when it comes time to solving problems. You've got to be able to solve problems. A good leader will come up with solutions and not always on his own. A lot of times, or her own, it'll be, you know, by soliciting uh, feedback from team members. And again, it depends on you know, where your team is in terms of strength and, and, and skills and, and attitude. But a lot of times you can get information from them to solve problems. You've got to be a good listener. And that is something I think, especially nowadays, that is a challenge for a lot of people. Everybody's always looking at their phones. And so active listening is uh, is a skill that probably leaves more to be desired. And you want to get in the habit of, obviously, body cues, 
and um, being attentive, leaning forward. But as you listen, uh, maybe repeat in your mind what what's being said. And then this way you can kind of summarize back, sum it back up to the individual. So what I hear you saying, a good friend of mine, Tom Short, used to say that all the time. It was hilarious. So what I hear you saying is, but, you know, he was making sure that he understood correctly. Uh, and and so sometimes you have to do that. You can also ask questions to, to, to show the person that you're actively listening. But more importantly, you want to be able to understand what it is that they're saying so that you can respond uh, in the appropriate manner. Speak effectively. That's something that a lot of people struggle with. We're not all Toastmasters, public speakers, experts, but again, it's one of those things that you get up and you stand up in front of in front of a group. If you're going to be a leader, if you're going to be a, a good leader, you're going to have to do that. You're going to find yourself being thrust into situations where you are at the center of everything. You know, you're going to start a presentation. You're going to be uh, involved in maybe public relations for your organization, for your company, for your small business. You are the person that they're going to go to. Uh, if there is something that goes on and the media wants to talk to you, you need to be able to speak effectively. You've got to stay motivated. It's hard. And uh, a lot of times people lose any kind of traction because they get blown off course, they get um, sideswiped by something that happens to all of us. Um, I had some recent changes, that uh, adjustments that I had to make, and it did have an impact on me uh, getting out these, um, you know, podcasts and some other things, but I've always got a million things to do. And I know a lot of small business owners and entrepreneurs, you know, the same thing, but you've got to stay motivated. You've got to find a way to fuel yourself. I wear a shirt. I had some shirts made and I wear the same shirt every day for the most part, Monday through Friday. And on the sleeve, I've, I've got uh, a little saying that, um, you know, an acronym that I came up with and, the acronym is Goyan, and it's G-O-Y-A-N. And I was listening to uh, Mark Cuban one day, and, and, and he was talking about how everybody else has access to the, the same information that he did, and vice versa. He had access to the same information that everybody else did. The difference was he just got off his ass. And Mark Cuban is, you know, blunt. He'll tell you, just get off your ass. So as I heard that, I was like, okay, get off your ass, G-O-Y-A. And I'm like, Goya. But I'm like, oh, wait a minute, that's the Mexican juice company. So I said, you know what, what if I add now to the end of it? So at any rate, that's my, my acronym, Goyan, get off your ass now. And every day when I put on my shirt, when I get up in the morning, get ready to go to work, I see that Goyan. And so on my sleeve, and if and if there's something that I don't feel like doing or I don't want to do, I'm not going to say I do it all the time, but most of the time I do. I get it done. I just remind myself. I look at the sleeve, look down to the left on my left sleeve, and I see that there. So uh, under that, the tagline, I guess, is make it happen. So Goyan, make it happen. Get off your ass now. Make it happen. You've got to motivate yourself. Understanding, you have to understand, you know, what's going on. 
And I think in a lot of cases for small business owners, you you need to understand what you're going up against. You need to understand what your competitors are doing. You need to understand that it's a long game. And you have to have things in place if you're going to be successful. You can't fly by the seat of your pants all the time uh, because you're just you're going to go around in circles and, and it's going to be like a dog chasing its tail. So you have to understand what it takes. You have to understand that you need a, a plan. You need a strategy to get you there. And you've got to be respectful of others. I mean, I love French. I, I'm very fluent in, in French. But there's a time and a place, I think. And um, when you're talking to employees, you've got to try to be respectful. Just because you're the boss, you're the owner, doesn't give you the right to be a jerk or a jackass. So think about the way you behave. Uh, I know I don't like it. And matter of fact, I despise that. And you want you want me to knock you off your perch, you be disrespectful. And, uh, you know, that's nothing really drives me more than somebody who's a jerk. And I'll go out of my way to make sure everybody knows you're a jerk. And I'll go out of my way to make sure that, uh, you know, you change your ways. you got to be assertive. Uh, that's another thing. Sometimes you just got to take control. And even if it's somebody who's higher up in position, sometimes they don't act, then you need to act. And I'll give you an example. One of the last organizations that I worked with, there was a situation where somebody was causing a lot of problems, a lot of problems at work in this area. And nobody dealt with it. Nobody wanted to deal with it. For whatever reason, this behavior was allowed to continue for for quite a while. I mean, it got to a point where it got really bad. Other other managers felt threatened. I uh, think uh, this individual came very close to punching a female manager. Uh, so it, um, you know, that's not a good situation to be in. But when I went around asking, as I was getting acclimated, I, I couldn't get an answer. And uh, even talking to somebody a couple of levels up who was in the know on all this, all I got was like a weird, like a smile, like I'm not, you know, you're on your own on that one. And so, you know, I just asserted myself. I said, well, I guess, and that's what I thought, because it was never said, but I, I said, you know, I guess I'm going to have to figure it out on my own. And that's what I did. And I went and I was able to address the issue and, and get that taken care of. But, you know, the last one, and I say this intentionally, you have to be courageous. You, you really need to have the courage to do the right thing as a boss, as an owner, as a small business owner, as an entrepreneur, um, you know, that comes with responsibility. Yes. Great. There's a lot of rewards and, uh, you know, hopefully monetarily, maybe in the form of recognition, maybe, and, uh, <clears throat> just, uh, things that you're doing around, uh, your geographic area, whatever the case might be, obviously, Everybody wants to get in and everybody wants to start a business and become successful and earn a good living or maybe even, you know, have an exit strategy and sell it and, and, and you know, for millions of dollars and then just do whatever it is that you want. But you have to be courageous, especially when it comes to dealing with people in your organization. You have to do the right thing. You have to step up and say, hey, wait a minute, you know what? 
I'm thankful and I'm glad that you bring in all these sales and you close on all these deals, but you're, you know, you're being a jerk. There's reports of your behavior. You're, you're mistreating people and you have to be courageous because if you don't, then you're endorsing that behavior. So think about, think about it that way. You have to be courageous to stand up. I can't tell you how many times I was in a situation where, I mean, it was very obvious, but nobody would say anything. And I just felt like if I don't say anything, yeah, I'm going to take the lumps. But if I don't say anything, then nothing's going to change. And this behavior is going to continue. And typically, after, you know, by having the courage to do that, it resolves itself. It gets addressed. Not as quickly as I'd like it to or you'd like it to. But but usually it does. Because once it's out in the open and people know about it, then it makes it harder for them to turn a blind eye to it. So sometimes you have to be courageous. You have to stand up for uh, what you know is right, If uh, especially when other people are afraid to. So just some traits of being a good leader that I wanted to share with you guys today. Uh, you know, we had self-confident, trustworthy, hardworking, you know, being decisive, logical, being able to solve problems. Being an active listener, speaking effectively, being motivated. you got to motivate yourself and have a good understanding uh, of your business, of the environment, of what's going on around you. Being respectful to other people. Uh, everybody is. Um, everybody has the ability and, and I guess the desire to contribute something of value. They just need an opportunity to. So, a lot of times you have to be aware of that and be respectful, even though you may see things differently. Um, doesn't mean that you can't be respectful to them. And wrapping it up, assertive and courageous. So that's what I came up with. If you can think of any others, uh, by all means, you know, let me know. I hope this helps you guys. And wherever you are in the world, if you're listening to this, um, Think about these things and think about how they apply uh, where you're at and in your area. And uh, I think w these are pretty, I could pretty much say universal, global traits, attributes that will transfer uh, or translate into success wherever, you know, no matter where you are. So thanks again for listening. This is Mike with Mike Doubt, and I will talk at you later.